Welcome to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We believe that every person has a unique message which can positively impact the world. Now, on this podcast, your host, veteran radio personality Jennifer Longworth, encourages entrepreneurs to share not only their expertise, but their stories and their hearts. You're going to love this show. You're going to hear real stories from real people on The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. So let's go. And if you have DID or PTSD and you do have the entrepreneurial spirit, you can find a way in order to pursue your dream. This is Jennifer Longworth, and today's Thoughtful Entrepreneur is J.D. Covert. J.D.'s claim to fame is she's a survivor. After a childhood filled with trauma, she grew up to be an Army officer's wife, organizing meetings, conferences, and functions, as well as becoming a master trainer for Army family team building, all with PTSD and dissociative identity disorder or multiple personalities. She also managed her daughter's acting careers until they entered college and is now pursuing her own career as a screenwriter and producer and in publishing as an author. She writes a weekly blog helping family members understand their loved ones with PTSD or DID and helping those with PTSD or DID find the words to explain and understand what they are going through. Welcome to the show, JD. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me. Now you're doing screenplays and writing and you're a blogger yeah. and all sorts of fun stuff. And your specialty, if you will, is PTSD, which is yeah. something that a lot of people have some misconceptions about. I remember my first exposure to PTSD was when I was in elementary school and there was this book at the book fair that we had called Daddy Told Me What's Wrong or something like that. I liked the cover, right. so I bought it and I read it. And it ended up being that the girl's dad had PTSD. And I didn't know anything about it up to this point because I'd just never been exposed to it. So that was kind of my first introduction to that this was even a thing. When we look at PTSD, what are the, some of the common misconceptions that you see and what you hear? One of the common, since you mentioned the book, one of the big common misconceptions is that you have to be a soldier in order to have PTSD, that it is something that happens during wartime. But there are actually probably more, possibly more women with PTSD that have never seen warfare. PTSD, for me, I, I have DID, which is Dissociative Identity Disorder or Multiple Personalities. And that is actually a result of PTSD in young childhood. PTSD can affect anyone of any age. It's not something that happens to soldiers during war. Any PTSD, what they're finding out now, too, is that any PTSD, even that soldier who has PTSD, more than likely, he had childhood trauma that he's totally forgotten about because as children, we, we tend to forget, our minds tend to forget about the trauma. Our bodies never do, but our minds do. And so that soldier had uh, some traumatic incident as a child. And what the warfare did was didn't give him PTSD. It was actually a trigger for his childhood PTSD. And it's one of the reasons why we haven't, uh, when we've treated PTSD, we haven't uh, been able to really address the root problem and the treatments and the therapies have not been very effective until we go back and address the childhood trauma 
but it is not. It is absolutely not a mental illness. There's a difference between a mental illness and a disorder. It's not a mental illness. It is something you can heal from, but you have to have the correct diagnosis and you have to have someone who knows how to give you the correct therapy and all of those things, which until recently, we haven't uh, known exactly what to do with people with PTSD. Especially because we think of it as a military thing. Exactly. And And it's not. And what's really kind of hard, like for me, I am a military spouse. I live on military post close to, you know, in military towns. And because all the focus is on soldiers, there's a lot of things that I don't have access to because my PTSD was not uh, wartime or service-related PTSD. And I know a lot of uh, women who have PTSD that their therapists have recommended therapy dogs, but all the therapy dogs that are being trained are going to soldiers. Not that mm-hmm. I don't believe soldiers should have them. They should. Not not uh, saying anything about that at all. It's just PTSD affects more than just soldiers. And, and that is one of the things that people need to realize. It's not a mental illness. And it affects more than just soldiers and more than likely adult PTSD was caused because of childhood trauma. Now, I have a friend who ended up with PTSD because she was a teacher in a rough school and her (laughs) nose was broken. Um, Yes. She she and a kid like collided in the hallway or something. It broke her nose and she ended up with PTSD. Now, that's not something, you know, she wasn't on the battlefield and getting shot at or whatever, (laughs) but her, she was in a rough school and a kid slammed into her, broken nose, PTSD. And, and just like that PTSD, more than likely that one incident, because seriously, it takes more than one incident to cause PTSD. Mm -hmm. So if that incident caused her to have PTSD, then more than likely that incident was a trigger for past trauma that she doesn't even remember. And um, they have found that so incredibly true recently with a lot of studies. Dr. Stephen Porges, who did a physiological study on the autonomic nervous system, which was called the polyvagal theory. And in his research, he discovered things that have had tremendous impact on how we treat PTSD and DID and how we look at it and why those things form, why that someone who's had trauma as a child, their DNA actually changes, they start producing more stress hormones. And that's what PTSD really is, is that anytime we suffer trauma, we excrete stress hormones. In PTSD, we're excreting more stress hormones and our REM sleep cannot process or take care of that. And so we end up with PTSD. Normal trauma can take up to six months to get over and normal trauma, post-traumatic trauma is not PTSD. When it takes longer than six months and your REM sleep hasn't taken care of that trauma, that's when you get a diagnosis of, of PTSD. And that PTSD is normally why it's lasting so long is because it triggered that childhood trauma. That childhood trauma was probably the thing that has caused your body to start producing more adrenaline. And all of these things are, uh, that's just kind of skimming the surface. I've discussed a lot of this stuff in my blog. 
and it kind of sounds really heavy, but I try to keep my blogs very, very light and be able to t- and take these reports like the the psychologist or the scientist or whatever will read and take those reports and write them in more entertaining and uh, contemporary illustrations that the general public can understand and can relate to. And people with PTSD or family members with PTSD can read it and go, oh, whereas they're never going to read the report because they can't understand what, what's being said in the scientific terms. Right. Yeah, some of that stuff just goes way over my head. It's like blah, 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 <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever. Exactly. But in the blog, I'm able to take some of these things that are really, you know, hot and heavy. How does your DNA change? And, and use illustrations that are contemporary and everyday and uh, kind of relate how so that you get a visual. I, I think and that was one of the reasons I kind of started my blog, too, was because being a writer and with PTSD, people would come to me and ask me how to explain things in normal speak and to people who didn't understand PTSD. And I had that happen quite a few times. And so I ended up starting the blog. Before that, I was like everyone else. People who have PTSD and DID, especially high-functioning ones who are in, in various positions, will hide their PTSD and DID because of the way people look at us. They mm-hmm. look at it as a mental illness. Um, they don't think that we're capable of doing normal things and be able to be successful. But there's just that's just not true. And there's a lot of us out there. You just don't know who we are because we've learned to keep quiet. Starting this blog kind of put me out there to where now I can't hide the fact that I am PTSD and DID. And I was warned about not doing that. I was told people aren't going to want to, people are going to be afraid to do business with you if they find this out. But in in reality, it should absolutely be the opposite. Uh, when you find out those things, then you should understand. I understand the psychology behind characters, et cetera, et cetera, better than uh, most people. So have you seen it affecting your business at all? Um, not so far, as far as negative is concerned. Um, when I I actually, when I came out with the blog, before I came out with the blog, I went to the people that I do work with producers, other writers, et cetera. And I told them this blog is going to come out. You're going to find out. And they were very, very supportive. So the people that I have been doing business with in the past have not changed the way that we've done anything, except they, the, the only one thing is sometimes they go, well, well, tell me, don't let me trigger you, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of basically the only thing they've said about anything as far as I am kind of in the middle of doing so much, I haven't started uh, marketing to reach other people. So I would say so far it hasn't affected anything. So are you able to use these experience and understanding as an asset to moving forward in your yes. career? Yes, very, very much so. One of the things that as a writer, then I can understand uh, the psychology behind the characters Sometimes when I've gotten an editor that doesn't know my history and they'll go, well, someone wouldn't do that. And I go, yes, I would. And I always, I never take any 
edit any note just and go and dismiss it. So when I would get those notes, I'd always go to my therapist or another psychologist and would ask the question, this is what I had the character do. Uh, the editor doesn't think that it's real. And a hundred percent of the time so far, the, the professional has come back and said, you're right. The editor's wrong. So it, it's just showed me I have a, a deeper understanding about what people in these actual situations would do, whether they have PTSD or not. I've, I've only written one DID character, and that's my latest book. The, the protag has DID, but I, I've stayed away from doing that. But I still can understand because of what we go through, we still can relate to a lot of people who have terminal illnesses who are going through the trauma of a loss right now or some traumatic incident, you know, everybody goes through trauma. And also because we have to live every day actually doing those things that you read uh, to be a great entrepreneur, you need to do these key things. And you read those key things, and they're key things we have to do in order to function every day, which is you have to prioritize. Once we prioritize, then we need to do, why am I doing this? How do I improve my efficiency? How do I make this fun? Because all of those things are key and important to us, and especially the the prioritize and the efficiency because we need downtime. That is that is kind of the negative about having PTSD and DID is that I always schedule processing time into my schedule and I schedule downtime. I get called a workaholic a lot. I am told you accomplish more in a day than anyone I know. And it really makes me want to laugh inside because I'm thinking I probably have more downtime than you, than anybody else does. But whenever you know how to prioritize, you know how to focus, you realize that uh, your productivity has got to be top and you have to be really all at it because you've got, it's going to take you longer to process something. Then you end up being more productive than someone who doesn't have to process it as much. So it's kind of like a two-edged sword. Yeah, I have to spend more downtime in the process, but as a result of that, I am more focused when I work, and I work faster than most people. Now you touched on triggers mm-hmm. a few minutes ago. How do you manage? When you're feeling triggered, how do you push through this and come out better on the other side? My explanation for how you feel when you're triggered is it feels like that you uh, have just been told your best friend died when you're in the smack dab middle of the worst flu you ever had in your life. And I have been triggered while I was working. In fact, I was triggered uh, a couple of weeks ago doing an edit and what happens is when you fit, you have that whammy, you have to stop. There's, there's just no end and ifs or buts about it. It will totally stop you. You'll have this huge, overwhelming physical and emotional impact. But if you know what it is, if you can avoid it, you avoid it. If you, but triggers come out of nowhere. So when it happens, what you have to do is 
allow yourself to feel the initial attack and the initial pain. I'm a little bit different because I do have DID. And normally a trigger would cause someone with DID uh, to switch personalities. Mm-hmm. But fortunately, my personalities and I have now formed a system. So what I can, what I do is I say, tell whoever was triggered, whoever is hurting, um, I acknowledge that you're hurting. I acknowledge your pain and we're going to deal with it during our downtime. And usually they trust me because I do take downtime. I do schedule it. I do uh, what I say I'm going to do. So now that they trust me, which was not always the case, they didn't always trust me. But now that we have a trust established, then uh, we will deal with that t- trigger during the tra- downtime. Now, that trigger can still last for a while, but they always know that we're going to deal with it during the downtime and that it is extremely important that when we have something scheduled, that we that we put it, we compartmentalize it and we move forward. So I've learned how to deal with it. Now, with PTSD, it's a little bit different because you're not dealing with with alters. Um, DID uh, is PTSD. It, it's the result of very young childhood trauma. So it's under eight years old. So we have the very same symptoms as PTSD, plus we have uh, the, the multiple personalities on top of that. So they're, they're actually, we actually deal with both of them. With PTSD, when you're triggered and you're hit really hard, well, any trigger is you're having to deal with the trauma that happened. So when you're hit with that, you need to go back and deal with the trauma. If you can compartmentalize and your body realizes that you will deal with it, it will let you move forward and deal with it when you can. But you've got to make sure you schedule that downtime and you're, you know that you're going to honor that downtime and you're going to deal with it. I never let a trigger go to waste. If I can, I call my therapist and do an EMDR because that will push past the emotional part of it, and we can get in to possibly find out what caused that trigger, uh, take the emotion out of that trigger so it doesn't ever cause me to trigger again. There's just a lot of things. And everybody is an individual, so it's like everybody needs to, everybody has to find how they can deal with their trigger. There's lots of things like um, tapping is the common name for it. It's Meridian point, you can Google meridian points and you can find them. They're used in, in so many different things. But you tap the various meridian points on your body and uh, tapping the meridian points or pressing the meridian points actually relaxes your body and keeps it calm. Um, and But sometimes yoga is the best thing to, to go and get in a yoga position and be mindful um, there's just all kinds of different ways, depending on what situation you're in and what you can do. But your meridian points are always available. And one of them is for you karate chop. So if nothing else, if you can just, you know, karate chop, whatever, uh, during that point in time, it really, it will calm your adrenals down. So it makes the trigger a whole lot easier to uh, to deal with. One of the things that we don't all what we just kind of really learned we've always kind of known is that while your mind doesn't remember everything your body remembers everything 
Mm-hmm. And so your meridian points and pressing on them will actually lower your stress level. And of course, you know, when you're triggered, it's not just an emotional thing. A lot of people think trigger is emotional. It's not. It's a physical and emotional thing. So the tapping will actually take care of the physical part of it. So what advice do you have for the thoughtful entrepreneur who's listening? The advice I would have is to not dismiss doing business with someone with DID or PTSD because you have a preconceived notion because a lot of the fiction that's out there about what it is because we basically, those of us who are functioning well enough, we we have, if we have an entrepreneur spirit, DID or or PTSD does not take that away. We still have it. And if you have DID or PTSD and you do have the entrepreneurial spirit, you can find a way in order to pursue your dream. I know several people with PTSD who are pursuing their dreams. We may have different obstacles to overcome, but just like everybody else, in business, their obstacles are things they can't do, and they have to find a way to do it. For example, I'm an LLC. I have a CPA. I have a business attorney. As a writer, I have an entertainment attorney. So all of those things that I don't do as well as these people do, I turn them over to them. So when you find your shortcoming, what you cannot do, what's difficult for you to do, then you just need to find your way of doing it or find someone who can do that for you. Because pursuing your dream, having a passion, pursuing your dream is actually really great for your your PTSD symptoms because it gives you something to focus on. And when you're focusing on something that you're passionate about, it actually is the few times when you will feel better and feel like you're accomplishing something and all of those things that seems like PTSD takes that away, but it doesn't. It just changes the way you look at things and the way you handle things, but it doesn't take the desire and your goals. Those are not taken away. It may take you longer to reach them, but you can still pursue them. J.D., how can people connect with you online and find out more about what you're doing? Um, My blog is gettingtoknowus.com, and it is written for people with PTSD and other people who have never been traumatized to understand what it feels like to be PTSD or DID. I also have a website. It's under construction right now. It's jdcovert.com. That will be where we'll be posting the the novels I have coming out and possibly the movies. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, JD. It's been very insightful and educational. Oh, great. Fantastic. Thank you for asking me. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. If you are a thoughtful entrepreneur who would like to be a media celebrity and be on our show, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest and attend my next live webinar where I'll reveal how to get more respect from influencers and media so that you can get more sales and traffic.
Now, please do us a favor. If you like the guest that was just interviewed, would you share this episode on social media? And in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill our mission to help create more media celebrities. Make sure to hit subscribe, binge listen to our previous episodes, and we'll send you the next episode automatically. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Revolution.